Hello and welcome to Joyfully You Podcast. Before we get started on this episode, I want to personally invite you to join me on June 30th at 6 p.m. Pacific time. We are going to be meditating together and doing a journaling activity. And so if you've been curious about meditation or if you've meditated before and you have kind of gotten out of your practice, or if you simply want to just come and hang out and meditate with me, we are having a self-love workshop and you are invited. The link is in the show notes below to be able to join. Hello, beautiful friends, and welcome to Joyfully You Podcast. I am your host, Kelsey Lowe, and I'm so excited to be here with you today. So we're going to be talking about jealousy and anger and some of these emotions that aren't very comfortable, that a lot of the times we don't like to look at and we don't like to feel and we want to shut down and avoid them so we can come back to good vibes and happiness and peace and, you know, all these things, of course, I love. But the thing is, um, all emotions are safe and all emotions are acceptable. And when we use that lens to look at things, then we can stop shaming ourselves for when we feel these emotions like anger or grief or jealousy. And we can give ourselves love in the moment that these emotions are signals of something that we need and something that we're feeling and something that's happening internally. So, you know, it, jealousy has just come up in a lot of different conversations I've had today with different women that are inside of the GLOW um, self-love program. And so I was like, oh, this would be a perfect topic to talk about because um, the universe will bring me different situations and topics. And every time I bring them to the podcast, it resonates deeply with the women that it's meant to resonate with. And the cool thing about a podcast is you can listen to it at any time and it'll be the exact time you need to listen to it. And that's just the faith that I believe. Um, that's the faith I believe in. So let's talk about jealousy and why it happens and why it creates anger, where it comes from and all those things. And I'm going to be sharing um, my experience with it as well as you know what I've really seen for a lot of other people as well. So whenever we experience jealousy, I'm going to give a little story to kind of put myself in, give you a little story. I like things that are story-based. Um, I did an emotional intelligence workshop and there were three levels. And at the end of level one, they had everyone stand up if they were committed to investing and paying to go into level two. And I just remember feeling so angry and so mad. And I, and it's interesting because the anger came first. And so we leave and I'm like, why do I feel so angry? Everyone else is celebrating. Why do I feel angry? And I felt angry because I felt jealous because I felt like I don't have the money to do level two. So they all get to do something that I don't and I'm pissed off. So it was this moment of like my inner child, like little Kelsey seeing something that everyone else got that I didn't get. That's what it felt like. It felt like I don't get to experience what you guys get to experience and I'm fucking pissed, you know? And so whenever we experience jealousy, it's because there's a part of us that believes it's not available for quote unquote people like me. I had such an identity of being a broke traveler that lives on shoestring budgets and uses my credit card to get by all the time. Like, 
And so the idea, and it was a thousand dollars. And so the idea, I had never spent that kind of money. And I was so angry and mad because I was like, I don't have that money. I don't even know if I have the credit limit to put it on my credit card. And they get to experience this and I don't, you know? And so I felt shut down and I ignored everyone's calls and I just went and started like chain smoking cigarettes with my friend and just was shutting down. Um, and it was a part of the breakthrough because when I had a conversation with my friend who was the one that enrolled me in this program that he was like my mentor, he was like, what's actually going on? He's like, do you want to do it? I'm like, yes. He's all, if money wasn't a factor, would you be going? I'm like, yes, of course. He's like, well, how much do you have? I'm like, I could probably like, I could put $500 on my credit card. I know I have that credit limit. He's like, I'll pay for the other 500. So the universe used my friend to help support me in investing in this program. And this was like in 2016. And it was still scary, but it showed me like, oh, you can have this. You just have to be open to receiving it, that you are worthy of experiencing it, that you are worthy of seeing it. And so whenever we feel jealousy, sometimes the anger comes before the jealousy. Sometimes the jealousy comes before the anger. It always depends on what the situation is, but it's because your inner child believes that something is not available for you, that other people get the cookie, but you don't get the cookie. Okay. (laughs) And so start to remember that if you're like, Oh, why do I feel this kind of crunchy jealousy feeling towards this person or towards this girl or, or towards that situation? Ask like, is there something within that person that I want that I feel like I can't have? Because most of the time there will be. Like if you see a girl that you're like, oh my gosh, she's so much prettier than me and you start to get jealous and angry. Well, it's you believing that she is prettier and that you aren't right? When that's not actually true, that's a story. And so start identifying what is the story I'm creating about this situation? Because we can be able to create a whole story that isn't actually true, but it's serving us in some way. So hear me out. Every single thing that we do is serving us in some way, whether we like it or not. So this was something that my coach really helped me with when I was, um, struggling with cigarettes because I, I, my friend had passed away and throughout the grief process, I didn't know how to handle the emotions of grief. And I I went back to an old addiction that I was so proud of myself for quitting. And so by going back to it, I was facing so much shame and self-judgment towards myself. I was so angry with myself because I felt like a fraud because I was doing coaching and I did have my coaching business. So this was two years ago. And I was like, I was hiding it from everyone, literally everyone except my closest friends. Cause my closest friends, like they know me, they love me. I didn't ever have to hide anything from them, but even from them, I felt a sense of shame because they knew how big of a deal it was for me to stop. Um, and I, it just, it, it, I created the story of being an imposter, of being a hypocrite, of being a fraud, of being, I created such a big story around it. And I, I truly feel like um, that addiction had to come back in my life for me to not be so fucking judgmental towards other people that did have an addiction. It showed me how to have grace with myself of like, oh, you're hurting and you don't know what to do with all of this hurt. And so you're reaching for a substance to kind of numb it. 
oh, you're hurting and you're trying to step away from life. And so this is, gives you something to do. A lot of it was boredom. This gives you something to do when you don't have anything else to do. And, you know, it started when my friend passed away and it was a awful boat accident and they literally couldn't find her. And at first it was a day and then it was two days and then it was a week and we're sitting around waiting for the call. And that's when I started smoking again. Cause I was like, I already feel like I'm in hell. Who fucking cares? Give me a cigarette. That sounds great. That'll pair great with my Modelo. Give me a Newport cigarette now, you know, and then the week turned into a month and then the month turned into six months and then a year and they didn't find her for a year and a half, year and a half later when they finally found her. Actually, almost two years, two months shy of two years. And throughout that process, like I had to learn how to set myself free from that addiction. Um, and it might be an ongoing journey in my entire life of setting, of, of noticing the times and the urges to want to pick up a cigarette. If And it almost always is when I'm feeling... Um, jealous or hurt or angry or left out or um, I don't know how to process the emotions so I don't because it's a lot easier to grab something than to actually sit with the emotions. And so it still comes up. I'm like, oh, that sounds good. But then two seconds later, I'm like, yeah, no, it doesn't. I'm so glad I'm free from that. Um, And so when we think about some of these heavier emotions and the cause and effect that happens, you know, some, for some people, if it's drinking, that drinking creates jealousy, you know, or drinking creates anger or drinking creates depression, you know, having some love for ourselves, of being able to observe like what's happening of like, how is this serving me? You know, for cigarettes, it was serving me by giving me a moment to step aside to do something when I felt powerless in a situation. You know, for jealousy, it's like, why in anger? Like, why is this, how is this serving me? Because everything we do is serving us in some way, whether we realize it or not. And so being able to ask ourselves, how, why am I doing this? How is this serving me? It's like, oh, this is serving me because then I get to feel right. Oh, this is serving me because then I get to feel stubborn and make someone else feel bad. Oh, this is, and a lot of the times it's like our inner child throwing a tantrum And so when we start to, the way I like to think of it as anytime you're having this emotion, like imagine taking it out of you and holding it and taking a look at it. So you can start to observe your emotions, observe your thoughts. When people say you are not your thoughts, like this is what they're talking about. It's being able to observe them of like, this is something I'm experiencing. This is not who I am. I'm experiencing jealousy. I'm not a jealous person. I'm experiencing anger and frustration. I'm not an angry and frustrated person. And being able to express that we're angry when we're angry is really important. And I'm honestly learning this for the first time in a relationship. And I've always known and been able to um, like understand it in theory, but this is the first time where I'm able to practice it. And it's a lot easier for me to express anger after I've already soothed it. Where I'm like, hey, I was really angry, but now I'm not. <laughs> like, but it doesn't actually serve my romantic relationship to tell him that. Instead of like, I'm feeling frustrated and angry right now, and it t- requires vulnerability because it pushes up on that fear of abandonment and like not wanting to reject people or fear of if I say I'm angry, what if he leaves? And it's irrational because I know it's not true from where I'm standing right here right now. But in the moments of uh, anger, 
um, my default is to shut down and shut up. That's my default. And so I can observe that now and have love for that version of me and that part of me because the only reason I shut down and shut up is because some part of my psyche doesn't believe it's safe to express myself. So if I know that, then I can start to give myself those affirmations and give myself those moments when I'm feeling that impulse to shut down and shut up of it's safe to express myself. It's safe to be heard and I'm allowed to take up space. I owe it to myself and I owe it to my partner to be honest about how I'm feeling. You know, um, I am loved and secure no matter what. And it's me comforting little Kelsey because it's little Kelsey that doesn't feel safe. So it's the little you, the inner child that wants to either shut down and shut up or flare up and act out. We all know our own responses of how we deal with things like that. And so we get to start to have much more self-love and compassion towards ourselves in the moments of emotions like anger and grief and jealousy and noticing, you know, what what is the behavior right now? What story am I creating about this, right? Because, you know, for one of the girls, women that I talked to today about jealousy, she's like, I created a whole story in my head that wasn't even true, but it felt real in the moment. And so if we can start to ask ourselves, like, what is the story I'm creating? Because each one of us has a different story based on our own perspective of what we're seeing. And so I like to ask myself, what is the story I'm creating? And what is another story that could also be true right now? So it allows us to see it from a different perspective. And it allows the inner wise woman to start to come out. Um, And whenever I'm feeling conflicted, where I feel like part of me wants to do this, part of me wants to do that, what's actually going on. And actually, I'll share an example of, of connecting with the inner wise woman. This will be the last example. This will be kind of a shorter episode. Um, but it comes down to, uh, I was in Puerto Rico for this business retreat. And I was like, I, I felt, I felt the story I was telling myself was, I am a really new entrepreneur compared to all of these really wealthy, really successful, way wiser people. That's what I felt like. I felt like I was the, um, the newbie surrounded by all of these experts. And there was this moment where I was like, oh, I don't want to go to these seminars. I'm going to go to the beach instead. But I could feel an inner conflict. I could feel, I'm like, am I checking out? Am I shutting down and shutting up? You know, am I checking out because, because why, what's going on? So I, I started journaling. I'm like, what's the conflict? And I was like, okay, I'm going to sit with this. And so I started breathing and doing some meditation, like a couple minutes of just observing, not being identified with the thoughts and the story, but being able to observe the thoughts, observe the story, flip it around, look at it. What's actually here? What's going on? And I realized I felt jealous of all the people in that room and I felt like they had something I didn't, that they were making the millions of dollars that I couldn't make, that they were making an impact that I'd never be able to make on that that level and that scale. And I was feeling like an imposter. And so the inner child within me was like, they have things that I don't. I 
And so I started making up stories around, oh, they're not cool, or oh, they're this, they're that, when really it was just a defense mechanism to try and keep me safe. So once I realized, oh, you're just trying to play it safe, you're trying to protect your heart from feeling hurt or rejected or left out, like, wait a minute, if I can recognize this in them, then that's something that's within me. And it was this moment of, go bring your sunshine. That was the message that the universe gave me was, go spread your sunshine. Go be your sunshine. Like, you are sunshine. You are love. You are light. Go focus out and ask other people questions. Because you're making this all about... This is this is how I was talking to myself, was you're making this all about you when you have this beautiful opportunity to go learn and to connect. And it's a bunch of dudes that understand business but they don't understand the heart and the soul the way that you do, Kelsey. So go be the sunshine that you are. And so I was like, okay, I'm going to go back to the seminar. And I went in and I just, I just focused on being the love and radiating love. And I just focused out and I was like, hi, I'm Kelsey. What's your name? What do you do? Where are you from? And I focused out and I let other people talk about themselves. And I remembered that everyone has an inner child that feels insecure sometimes. And as much as people put up a front of trying to be this cool, confident, some there's always an inner child that just wants to be loved, seen, and heard. And so I decided to be that person that makes someone else feel loved and seen and heard. So that's like the power of using tools like journaling and meditation of slowing down and actually connecting with what's going on. What am I actually feeling here? And not making it good, bad, right, or wrong. You know, and and I encourage you not to describe like, oh, I was doing so good or now I'm doing bad because it's too black and white. It's too on or off. Use any other word besides good or bad. Like, oh, I was feeling really connected and now I'm feeling kind of off. Or now I'm feeling kind of crunchy. Now I'm feeling kind of bleh. Like, you know, it's like trying to describe it. What am I actually feeling? And sometimes when we force ourselves to put a word to it, it's like, oh, I feel jealous. Or, oh, I feel angry. And the moment we can identify what we are feeling, we start to process and move through it. It starts to move through us because once we shine a light on it, it doesn't have as much power over us because then there's a part of our mind and our heart and our soul that's like, oh, you're feeling jealous. Like, oh, what do you have to feel jealous about? And I encourage you to start saying like, oh, that was silly. Like where you would normally say that was stupid. That was dumb. I can't believe you did that. You know, the self-critic that can be really harsh start to say, that was silly. Oh, I was feeling so angry because I felt left out. Like that was silly. I, and, and this is when we get to self-soothe. You get to soothe the child within. You get to, or maybe it's a thing between you and a family member or you and a partner or you and a friend of saying, you know, I was feeling really angry because I was worried that I was left out. And these are things that it, it requires vulnerability. But when we have the conversations that are really scary to have, it creates a deeper connection with that person, you know, where it either brings you closer together or the repellent that happens that's happening for us because that person isn't meant to be in our life. But majority of the time, it creates a deeper connection because we're being honest with what's really going on. So 
Yeah, so that is that is our episode for today, all about jealousy and about anger and about the more uncomfortable emotions that are on that spectrum, that all emotions are safe, it's safe to express, it's safe to feel, and that you are worthy of having everything you desire. And if you notice something within someone else that you like, that's the universe showing you that it's possible for you too, because you wouldn't be able to see it and observe it if it wasn't also possible for you. So giving yourself the affirmation that I am worthy, I'm worthy of experiencing anything my heart desires. I am worthy of love. I am worthy of wealth. I am worthy of health. I am, I am, I am, I am. You are, you are, you are, you are. (laughs) All right, guys. I am Kelsey Lowe, and you are listening to Joyfully You Podcast. If you know someone that needs to hear this, go ahead and send it to them. Um, If you're listening on Apple and you've never left a review, but you've been really loving the podcast, that supports my mission so much of empowering and inspiring women to love and lead. That is like my soul's calling. And so if you feel called to do so, leave me five stars, write a review. Um, I'm always hanging out on Instagram at Kelsey Lowe Show, where you can be able to come say hi. Um, I'm always posting on there. I have a lot of fun with reels and with Instagram stories and things like that. So maybe take a screenshot, post it to your Instagram story and tag me, whatever feels in alignment for you. Um, And as well, the 30th, June 30th, next Wednesday, I have a self-love workshop where we are going to be doing a little meditation, a little journaling, and checking in with the child within, checking in with our heart and our soul, and being able to come to our center, let go of worry, and reconnect with our inner peace. So if that sounds good to you, the link is in the bio, and that's a free workshop that you could be able to join. All right, guys, I'm Kelsey Lowe. You are listening to Joyfully You Podcast, and I will see you on the next episode.